The saga of the plant continues. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, oh, we are eight minutes late to the show today because of the plant saga, the saga of the plant. And I will tell you guys all about what the fuck is going on with that. But that's not the only thing we're talking about today because of the saga of the plant and because I told you guys I wanted to start doing these once a week because it seems helpful for me to be able to give you guys advice and for you guys to air things off your chest and you guys to give me advice and all that stuff. I want to do AMAs once a week, so ask me anything. That is what we are doing today. Ironically, I think Steph and I are of the same brain because I heard or think that she did that on SEN this morning. So, y'all, it's a whole AMA kind of day. I guess we just want to hear from you and answer all of your burning hearts, questions, and desires. So get in your Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer and your super chats as well. I want to know what you guys want to ask me because I'm willing and ready to chat with you about all your shit. But before I do that, the plant saga, the saga of the plant. So for those of you guys who only tune in to me periodically and don't know what's going on with the plant, about three weeks ago, I, you know, I had been wanting a plant for a while and I woke up and decided all of my kids, oh my kids, all of my friends are having kids. All my friends are pregnant and have babies. And then my friends that are single and aren't there all own dogs. And during pandemic, everybody either had got a child or a dog. Everybody got either one of those two. It was either pregnant with a kid, had a kid, or adopted a puppy or a dog. And I don't have any of those things by choice. Dogs, I want a dog so bad. But my ex and I, when we were together, we were going to get a dog because sharing the burden with another person means that it's not just fully on you financially or time-wise. And it's just not fair to a dog for me to take on a dog right now because I do not have the time or money to support the dog. And for very obvious reasons based on what I just said about dogs, I cannot have a child right now. And so I was like, oh, I really want to know that I can keep something alive. I The last time I had to try to keep something alive, we were in, I believe it was sixth grade, where in facts, which stood for, I don't remember, <laughs> fashion, something, something. What did facts stand for? It, whatever it was, it was like a cooking, sewing, whatever class that we took in middle school. And one of the activities that we had to do in facts was we needed to take it an egg uh, and blow out the yolk and design the shell of the egg and put like googly eyes on it and hair and all this stuff and make it look like a baby. And we had to keep the egg intact for one week where we would bring the egg back. We bring the egg with us through all of our classes and whatever. And we needed to make sure that the egg was intact at the end of the week. I think it was to see if you could have a kid or some shit. I, that sounds so strange when you're that age, but whatever. That was the assignment. And so I had that eggshell for like, I'm going to say, I'm going to 
honestly say about 10 years. I was so proud that I had that shell. And then one day I came home and it was gone. I think my dad had thrown it out or whatever. But I was just so proud of myself. Not only did I make it the week. So I haven't kept something alive since then. And so I decided I'm going to get a fucking plant. But not like a little bitch plant, even though little bitch plants are great. I'm going to get a big ass plant. I'm going to keep it alive. And that's going to be awesome. And I want this big, big plant. So I went to the plant store and I picked out a plant and I was stoked about it. And then I tried to bring it back home and I was too small to carry it, way too small to carry it. So I was like, fuck, what do I do? I really want this plant. It's this big ass palm tree. I, I wrote down the name of it. It's called a pygmy or something. I, whatever. I, I have it somewhere. It was, it's a sick, sick plant. So then I go back. They said, you should bring our, your boyfriend, which obviously I don't have. So I brought Steph because she's the closest thing. We went and we still couldn't lift it. I mean, because it's in the cement thing and with all the dirt in it. I mean, the, the, we could not. So they get into the car and then we drive it back to my place. And there's this guy working out across the street. So we ask him to bring it out of the car. He can't bring it up to my place because it's just simply too heavy. So he gets it out of my car. Then I'm bitching about it on World Girls. Darina's husband, Brennan, who is a friend of mine, was like, I'll come help you. Uh, and then I called Winston, who I asked for five bajillion favors a, a day. And he was like, I've got you. So they both came. And me, Steph, Winston, and Brennan, and a dolly, figured out a way to get this motherfucker into my house. And yes, Simply Emily, it's a pygmy date palm. It was three weeks ago, and it is almost completely dead. I swear to God at the store, I asked them 5 million questions. I was like, how, they were like, this is the easiest plant to keep alive. You can't possibly kill this plant. There's no way. And so I was like, okay, okay, okay. I was like, how much do I water it? What do I do? They were like, you water it a cup and a half a, um, every week and put it near a window for indirect sunlight. Every day I've watched this plant die more. The leaves have turned completely brown. And I noticed about a week ago, there was like, tons of fucking gnats on it. And I'm like, what? You guys know I am a germaphobe. I keep my place so fucking clean. I like, I'm a, just a psycho about it. And so I'm like, where are these coming from? I never had one bug before this. Where the fuck are the gnats coming from? And so I called the store that sold it to me and they were like, this is a, we don't know why we, why the person who was working would have sold this to you. This is an outdoor plant. It can be indoor, but it's hard to keep alive. And we'll see what we can do. Uh, how much are you watering? I said a cup and a half. Just like they said, they say, oh, you need at least four cups. What's your drainage system? I said, I don't even know what the drainage, uh, drainage system is. They said, you, they didn't talk you through having a dish underneath. You need to be draining this. I'm like, no. And they're like, well, you're gonna have to put it on a drainage system. I'm like, I can't even fucking lift it. And they're like, okay, we recommend that you have the plant doctor. I guess her name is Homie. Come out and see you. And I was like, oh my God, but homie coming to see me is hundreds of dollars for this one fucking plant, for this plant doctor to revive this plant back to life. So I'm trying to revive it back to life myself. I've been watching nonstop YouTube tutorials. They're fucking gnats in my apartment now. And this plant is dying more and more every fucking day. I am so upset about this. I can't even, I can't even it's so frustrating. So that is the plant saga. And I will keep you guys posted. I'm going to do everything I can to save the plant. The, the 
the crazy one of the crazy parts about it is I can't get rid of it by myself. I would need to hire people to come get rid of this for me because Winston fucked up his leg and I can't ask him to do it. I don't have that many big friends and I don't like, you know, I'm not going to just ask a bunch of people for favors. I physically can't move this thing out of my place and getting it up the stairs on the dolly is a completely different story than getting it down the stairs on a dolly. So I, I can't even, and I don't even know where, where I would, I can't even get rid of it. So, and not that I want to, because I'm trying to bring it back to health, but in order to even get rid of this thing, I'm going to have to pay for people to come move it, to get rid of it. It's just awkward shape. It's got prickles everywhere and it's like impossible. Uh, So anyway, that's where I'm at with the saga of the plant. Fucking frustrating. What do you guys want to talk about today? Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Get in your questions, comments, concerns. Let me know how bad you feel for me about the plant saga. It's fucking, of all the shit in the world, it's the least important one, but I'm still fucking annoyed about it. I'm just annoyed. Going into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Yesterday, right after the show ended, we got a Streamlabs from Mikey May, who said, Hey, Rox, hope you're doing well. Just saw the guys suing MJ to state, lost their case, mostly because of no proof, I guess. I'm glad, I guess, thoughts. I don't know. To me, that doc was so damning, but none of us, what are we supposed to do? I mean, it went to the courts. I don't, I don't think it's good, but I don't think that, I don't know what to think about it. You know, it's not like free Britney where I feel like, holy shit, there is clear right and wrong here. I did feel that way after watching the doc and a ton of other evidence has come to light. And it's not that I don't feel like it's not that I don't believe these men. It's that I think it's very, very challenging and complicated when somebody's no longer on this planet. So just kind of woof all around uh, and just a yucky case and yucky thing to talk about. But I appreciate you bringing it up, Mikey May. Appreciate you. Paul 3JP in the Streamlab says, the Rogan hate is so funny to me. Anyone would jump at the chance to be on his podcast and he has his following for a reason. I was introduced to Andrew Yang through Rogan. He's had Bernie on. He's just the biggest whale, so he's the easiest target. Woof. Apollo, I 5,000 times yesterday said there were things that Rogan says that I like. I never said I wouldn't go on his show. I think you're just making shit up. Andrew Yang, if you were introduced to him by Rogan's podcast, then you were a little late to the game. Certainly you were late to the game on Bernie then. Uh, I mean, he had Demi Lovato on last week. A lot of people have a lot of people on. I don't know what your point is here. And I think a lot of people will disagree with his viewpoints because he has some twat takes. So, you know, I always appreciate <clears throat> when somebody dislikes somebody for the point of view. I think a really good reason to dislike somebody is for their opinions. I think it's not a good reason to like somebody for the way they're born or what they look like, but to dislike somebody for their opinions, which is why people dislike Rogan, that's a good reason to dislike somebody. I'm not saying that that's me. I'm saying that that's how people feel if they don't like him because of things he says. And his, and his opinions, it's a good reason to not like somebody. Andrew Thomas in the Super Chat says, Hey, Sexy Roxy, happy National Superhero Day. Who would win in a fight, drunk Iron Man versus drunk Flashpoint Batman? Hmm. Um, I think that... Well, do they, do they have... What do they have for outside resources? Like, is this a... 
without anybody else coming to their aid, including including like any of their additional tech? Is this just with what they have on? Is the Batmobile involved? There's a lot of follow-up questions to this. I think that in general, I think that Batman probably would be Iron Man. Batman's pretty used to being drunk, so is Iron Man. It's a tough call. Tough call. Mm, great question. Need more. Need more info. Glenn Caesar in the Streamlabs says Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankison, Jonathan McAnally, Russell Cox to kill Brianna Taylor. All three of them for killing Brianna Taylor. Hope today is the day. Justice for all the people who've lost their lives due to excessive force. Hashtag say their names. Today is April 28th, and it seems like a good day for fucking it to be the day. I agree. Hello and good afternoon, Roxy, and all your nicknames. As always, well wishes, and thanks for hanging out with all of us. Peace. Uh, love to you, Grammy and Pablo. Peace, bunnies, hugs, and good stuff to you and yours. Happy World Girl Wednesday. Tonight's show should be funny. It is. I will say it's a little bit of a slow slow burn because, you know, at first we're just getting into it, and then by the end I'm, like, fucking cackling. I'm laughing so hard watching the episode. Evan did an amazing job editing it. Our whole team is awesome, but it's a really fun episode, so make sure you check it out. That's tonight in the World Girls, 6 p.m., as we give Twister a whirl. Glenn Caesar also says, be most excellent. RJ and rock stars, cheers to fuck yeah news, love and laughter for us all in each of our days, our weeks, our months, and even our years. Let's go Smets and everyone fighting for today, tomorrow, and more. Smash cancer all day, every day. RJ, everyone who shows up and gives their support whenever, however they can, when it gets tough, even by yourself, you're not alone. Everyone who's battling, keep on fighting. You're a winner. You're kind. You're smart. You're unique. Showing up for people who need it and want it makes you dope as fuck. Being so unselfishly loving and supportive of others, including strangers, which, is, whether it's on the internet or not, makes you humane and worthy. Your story is important, deserves to be seen and heard. Thanks, Glenn Caesar, my dear. Appreciate you. Chrissy in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stress says, hey, Roxy, love when you do AMAs. Oh, that's awesome, Chrissy. I'm happy you love it. So question, do you have any advice on how to get motivated? I got some big things I need to start my... I, I got some things, big things I need to start, but my motivation is seriously lacking. Also, on a side note, I just saw the tarot episode. I hope you bring Tiffany back. Chrissy, thank you for this question. A lot of people actually are curious about my motivation or um, how to get motivated and what my advice is on this. And so I'm glad that you are asking me about this because it it is challenging for me to advise on this because I, for me... I'm a very motivated person. And so I, I don't know if this will resonate with you, but why I think I'm such a motivated person is that I know exactly what I want. I can picture my life, the life I want to be living. I can picture what I want to be doing, my career, what I want my day-to-days to look like, what I want my partner to be like, what I want my friends to be like, what I want my finances to be like. I, I have can picture all that and I've been able to picture most of that at least since I was a little kid. And so I find it easy to get motivated when you know where you want to go. What I think is challenging to motivate when it, when I have a hard time motivating myself or anybody I think has a hard time motivating themselves is if they're doing something that doesn't feel like it's getting them where they ultimately want to end up or they don't know where they ultimately want to end up. So I would advise you that motivation might not actually be the issue. It might be a lack of understanding of where you want to go and or knowing that the thing that you're doing right now is not going to be getting you where you want to go. So try to figure out if it is something that's not going to get you where you want to go. Is it helpful at all? Like, you know, I, I have to take day gigs all the time that I don't feel like ultimately are going to get me where I want to go. However, I have to pay my rent. 
And so the motivation on that is if you want to keep doing what you have to do, if you want to keep doing what you want to do and eventually get where you want to go, you have to stay in Los Angeles, which means that you have to be able to pay your rent, which means that you have to take this day gig that doesn't feel like it's going to get you where you want to go, but really is because it's keeping you in your apartment, things like that. So just questioning the why of it all. And then I find it easy to tackle things because when you know you have to do it in order to live the life you want, then typically it's easier to do it. So let me know if that resonates with you. And anybody else who has advice on this would love if you guys would share. NFL Caleb 22 in the super chat, just sending that support. Appreciate you, NFL Caleb. You only pop in every so often, but when you do, it feels like home. And we love that. Going back into the Streamlabs, it's an AMA day, guys. So get in those Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. I'm taking any questions, comments, concerns that you guys have. This one's coming in from Eric, who says, during World Girls AMAs, do you ever get annoyed with the penis size questions? I have to be honest with you, Eric. I never get annoyed with any questions that you guys are asking during the, the World Girl AMAs because I get that people have insecurities. So what Eric is referring to is often on the World Girls, we get the question like all the time, does size matter? Does size matter? And when I do my AMAs on my Instagram, I get that question all the time as well. Does size matter? And I think that it's asked so often because it's shit that we don't talk about growing up. And as a society, the only way that you would know anything about size really is from watching porn. And when you're watching porn, you're watching a bunch of eight inch penises. And then you look down at your penis and you're like, that's not what my penis looks like. And then you think that your penis is small or there's something that's wrong, which is so not the fucking case. So I think, what did they say? The average penis size is five and a half inches or something. Uh, it's so not what it is that we're watching on uh, in porn or in movies or whatever. And so I think that it gives people this insecure feeling that causes them to ask the question. And we've said the same answer every time. You know, it, it's not that size makes zero difference because it does make a difference, but it it doesn't matter as in you can do a lot of things with a lot of different shapes and sizes, you know, like does size matter in a person? It's the same kind of thing, you know, like a lot of people prefer short people, tall people, medium-sized people, curvy people, skinny people. Uh, like, you know, there's everybody has different preferences based on what they like and what you can do. And sex isn't only just with the penis. So I never get annoyed with the question. And I'm happy to answer it because I know where it's coming from. It's coming from a good place from people. People aren't asking to piss us off. They're asking because they don't know. They don't know the answer. So, yeah. That never bothers me. Thank you for asking, Eric. Uh, Dagan says, hi, Roxy. Since we're take, uh, talking plants, okay, here's a story. One of my neighbors recently got a plant as a gift, but as she continued to water it every day, it wouldn't change, and a big puddle of water formed by it. Turns out the plant was made of plastic. Oh, my God. She didn't realize that it was a fake plant. That's fucking funny. And I don't think you're supposed to water your plants every day. But that is funny as hell. I like that story. Glenn Caesar in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Sharp. Guys, get in your questions. AMA. Only here for a little bit. Hey, Roxy. Whoever sold it to you was fucking up. They absolutely didn't prepare you for buying that plant or selling you a different one. That's some bullshit. It sucks that you're now in this position with the plant slash can't even get rid of it without spending money. I know. I'm so pissed because there was another plant that I was planning on buying. And it was a little less expensive and it was a lot smaller and easier to manage. But this person was like, 
No, this one is really easy. I'm telling you, you're not going to have a problem with this. This plant is going to be like around for years. And if you put it, and then he sold me this big cement pot. And I was like, if you put it in this, you won't have to repot it for 10 more years. And I was like, oh yes, this is awesome. Uh, I'm so excited about this. And then just, just didn't, just wasn't what he fucking said. Fucking Mike. Leonard Kim in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, Hey, Dimple Tits, I hope you're doing well. Sorry about the plant. You don't have Poison Ivy's number, do you? I wish I did. Have you been writing anything new lately? Curious to hear about your latest creative escapades. The hair looks beautiful. Yeah, I have. Uh, actually, I've been doing touch-ups on a script that I really am trying to move forward with. So I've been working on that. And then you guys know tomorrow I've got this chemistry read. So uh, that's not writing, but I've been really, really trying to prep for that. And then we've been world girls nonstop. We had a couple five hour meetings this week. We've been doing them in these like five hour chunks, like three times a week and then our shows and whatnot. And then the rest is stuff that we're doing by ourselves. But yeah, I've, I definitely have been writing, but doing, uh, doing touch-ups on a script that I'm trying to take to the next level. I haven't started some, a new script in a while. So hopefully Hopefully I can do that, but not until I am at the next step in this one. Thank you so much for asking. I really appreciate the question about my creative endeavors. It's so nice. Another question coming in from Joseph Ashley. Get in your stream labs, y'all. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Shire. Joseph Ashley says, have you ever been, ha, and let me start that again because English. Have you ever had a moment when you're passionate about something you're doing for yourself or somebody and people see you as creepy. Thanks, Galaxy Goddess. Mmm, Joseph Ashley. It's a great question. I think, I don't think so. I think I'm very lucky in the sense that I don't come across as creepy in almost any situation. Maybe annoying. I'm very often annoying. People have often said that I'm annoying or I'm too much or I'm a lot. But creepy isn't usually one I get. I think for a few reasons. First and foremost, I'm just like a small woman. So usually men are described as creepy more than women. And a lot of times it's in a situation where it's like more of a sexual situation. So I just can't remember a time in which I was described as creepy I'm also not much of a, I don't have stalker tendencies. So I'm not saying that's what you're saying. You're saying you're passionate about doing something for somebody. I really can't think of a time in which that was the case. You guys let me know. You've heard my stories for years. Am I wrong? Is there anything, a time in which somebody thought something that I did was creepy? I also, and just not that you're not, but I'm also a very, very self-aware person. Too much so to the fact that, to the point that it is, Hard to function sometimes because I'm so overly self-aware that I'm in my head a lot. But I just don't really, whenever I'm doing something for somebody, if it, I feel like it could come across as creepy, I usually step back. So hopefully that answers the question. Sorry, Joseph, I can't be more helpful. And uh, let me know if you have a follow-up to that one. Ha would be happy to try to answer it. So Joker40, look who joins us, says... Hey, lovely little sis. To the little sis, I actually adore. Hope all is well. Just showing love. I have a session in 20 minutes trying to be 
more present for you. Oh, question. What is your favorite Mother's Day memory? Stay fucking amazing. Hashtag being a rock somali. Uh, so joking, this has nothing to do with what you just asked, but yesterday, we're going to film it today, but yesterday we wrote your your Patreon video that we send you monthly, and I think you're really going to like it. We did something very cool this time. It took us a little bit of time to figure out what we wanted to do, but once we got it, we were like, oh, Slade. Um, on the Mother's Day memory... Hmm. Obviously, for the last nine Mother's Days, I have not had a m my mom on this planet. So that sucks. I do see Grammy usually because it's a hard day for her and because she's the closest thing I've got. And that's nice to sometimes see her. But in general, I can't really remember because the last time I had a Mother's Day with a mom who either wasn't dead or incredibly sick. I was a kid. You know, my mom was diagnosed when I was 16. So, and she was really, really sick. So I can't, I don't really have that many memories of before that time. Um, so unfortunately, I don't think I can answer that question fully. It wasn't like we would have like these sick mother's days. Um, my mom always kind of just did more stuff for us. And obviously we would get, we would write our cards every year and, you know, get like ice cream or something, but we more like pimped it out for her birthday or for we, my, my family is kind of about random days of the year. So like if Bruce Springsteen was coming to town or for their anniversary or whatever, but I don't really have any good mother's day memories. And certainly the ones from the last several years have been like woof brutal. Wish I had a better answer for you, but I, I will say that I, I actually, I don't hate mother's day like a lot of people who've lost their moms do because I love seeing people post positive things about their moms. What I hate is when people post horrible things about their parents, not because it's not their prerogative, but I just would do anything to have mine on this planet. So that can be really hard for me. So I like mother's day because I like seeing everybody celebrate their mom. I don't like it, but I mean, I, that brings me joy to see what people are posting and to see that they, are with their moms and that they have positive things to say about them. That always brings me joy. It's the opposite that hurts. Alexander Wilson says, is this your grandma on your mom or dad's side? My mom's side. So Grammy is my mom's mom. Grammy and Papa are my mom's parents. And my dad's dad died when I was seven. And my dad's mom lives in Israel for half the year. And she lives with us for the other half of the year. So she grew up in the same house that I did, or I grew up in the same house that she did. And that's grandma. Grandma on dad's side, Grammy and Papa on my mom's side. And Grammy and Papa are out here in LA, obviously. Pretty sure you guys know that part. Going back into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Evan Hooker says, when does time pass fastest for you? And when does it pass the slowest? Hmm. I definitely think it passes the fastest late at night. Like last night I was up until about four or five in the morning and it just fucking happens. Like I got on my bike at 11 and was doing work and then I got off my bike at 12 and then I rinsed off and got in bed and then it's fucking five in the morning. And it's like, I just can't help it. Um, you know, I watched all three episodes of Handmaid's Tale, which was mind blowingly good. I just, you guys all need to be watching the show. I love this fucking show. 
Um, but and then I did that, and then all of a sudden I find myself continuing to play solitaire and whatever. So time just fucking flies at night in the middle of the night it's so fast. And I think it goes slowest hmm, when you're sad. It feels like it's never going to stop. When you're sad or you're depressed, it feels like time just like will not fucking move. You know, like earlier last year, I still haven't been able to really talk about what happened, but you guys know I was going through a breakup and there was this other big thing going on in my life. And I was so, I was so deeply in a state of depression and uh, just torture that I, it felt like every day was taking five years. And like, you just can't fucking get through the days. It's like, holy shit, this day hasn't ended yet. So I think that that's when it goes really, really slow for me. Interesting question. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on that as well. Dagan in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer with another one says, Ben and Jerry's just announced a new flavor, unbaked, which is just half-baked, but with brownie batter instead of fudge brownies. Yum. So in your opinion, what's the best Ben and Jerry's flavor? Being from Vermont, I have to go with fish food. Fish food's great. I fucking love half-baked. I love half-baked. The problem is I don't love chocolate ice cream. So I usually like eat all the vanilla ice cream and put all the fully loaded stuff in it, the cookie dough and the brownie in it. But I don't love chocolate ice cream. So I wish they had half-baked with just vanilla ice cream. I also love the Tonight Dough. The Tonight Dough is great. My brother was telling me about this whiskey flavor that I need to try that I'm excited about. But my number one favorite ice cream flavor, not Ben and Jerry's, is called Cookie Monster. And it is at White Mountain Creamery, which is right across from Boston College, which is a minute from where I live back home. And it is a, it is Oreo ice cream, like cookies and cream ice cream with cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie dough in it, like fully loaded. Oh, it is just the fucking best ice cream. I don't know why this is not a flavor that everyone sells. Cookies and cream with cookie dough in it. It is the best. It is the best. So hopefully that helps <laughs> in case you're in Boston. Although you can make it yourself because if you just get cookies and cream and then buy cookie dough and shove a bunch in there, hopefully that will work. Eric in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, I'll admit I've asked the question before because of my insecurity of me having a micro penis. Getting the honest opinion from someone I trust makes me feel a lot better as I struggle all the time with it and it's really affecting me. Eric, I think that it affects you because society has made it feel, you feel like that sucks. And honestly, it what sucks the most about it is what it's done to your brain, not your actual penis. There's just so many toys and devices that people can use, like did their hands and their mouths. And their, there's just so much that people can do that if somebody digs you, they dig you regardless of, of your dick. That's just... That's just the truth. So I hope that helps a little bit. And yeah, I, I, I feel bad that for men that we, you guys grow up thinking like the size of your penis means that you either can or cannot find love or relationships or fuck or whatever. And it just doesn't mean that. Glenn Caesar in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, Roxy, this is from Cena Bigelow. Awesome. Thank you, Glenn. Roxy, if I were to crochet you a rock star's hat or scarf, what color would you want it to be? 
Huh. Also for me, um, oh wait, let me answer that part first. Hat or scarf? It's a great question. I don't know. Because most of what I wear is I is black. So black's always great. But I love yellow. I love the color yellow. So there's that also. I don't know if that helps at all. And I love I love white, black, yellow, pink. The world girls' colors are pink, green, and blue. So somewhere along those lines. Gold. I love gold. Also for me, have you finished the Friends puzzle? Can we get a Roxy Does Puzzles episode or another Roxy Paints episode soon? Yes. It's not where I am now. I have no setup for it. I don't know if you guys can see this, but let's let's see if I tilt this down. Can you guys see? You guys are on like a very narrow. Let me remove this. You guys are on like a very narrow, a very tiny little thing here. So there's no real room for it at this current setup that I'm on. But that doesn't mean that I can't fix that so that there is, that I can do that downstairs or something. Uh, I have not done the friends puzzle. But definitely sounds like a good fun high activity, which you know I love. Get in your AMA questions, guys. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Would love to hear from you all. Going back into the Streamlabs. Morse code Z says, can't think of a question because I'm busy at work. No worries. But it looks like you might need either a new plant or an in-person rant, uh, rant at the place you got the plant from soon. So here's something to all that and for the efforts to save the palm. I know. I don't think I'm going to be able to figure it out by myself. But paying for people to come out is just like, <sighs> so frustrating. The plant's just dying every day. And you just can't even stop it. Um, all right. Get in your questions, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Would love to hear from you guys. You can ask me personal questions about your life, personal questions about my life, advice questions, career questions, relationship questions. Although I always advise that people take advice from people who are in positions that they want to be in. So who I believe you guys should be taking your relationship advice from are people who have been happily in relationships. If, if what you want is to be in a relationship, who have been happily in relationships for 50 years, who you should take your career advice from or people who you feel like are in places that you would want your career to be in, who you should take your family and friends advice from or people who you think have successful relationships with their family and friends. So, you know, I'm better at some of those categories than I am at others, but I'm always willing and able and happy to try and advise you guys in any of those arenas. So feel free to submit any questions, comments, concerns. If you're thinking about moving states, which I have moved cross country or acting or hosting or movie reviews and TV stuff or friendships or career or relationships if you want. Although clearly my track record states otherwise or how to kill your plants. I'm really fucking good at that one. Thank you to my girl Brandy in here for putting the stream lives. And I do want to give some shout outs to all of you guys as we are doing this because you guys are fucking amazing. And I try to do this as much as I can. Ryan Payne, Matt Munoz, Manny Gonzalez, Glenn Caesar, Cena Bigelow, Joseph Ashley, B. Lee, John Bainbridge, Pink Sweets, uh, Ryan Payne, Third Turd, that's what's up, the Third Turd, Jimmy Nails, Tyler Roberts, um, 
Pink Sweet, Devin Hooker, Lemmy Killmister, John Bainbridge, Dagan S. Brode. Um, just scrolling up. Sorry to my friends who I've missed, but I do want to see Lou Bonino, Alexander Wilson, Morse Code Z, Nano2233, George Pruitt, All the Love in the World, Nick Bethel, Rob Fishbeck, DK, Brittany Parker, that's what's up, my girl, Laren McMullen, uh, Travis Gilbert, Ty Berman, Roke Smith, yeah, Mark Jason Ali. All of you guys are incredible. The French Taunter, Mohammed Belsine, Nadine Alamendi. Much love to all of you guys in here. All right, going back into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer as we take some more AMA questions, questions, comments, concerns. Let's go. Evan Hooker says, what's the subject slash concept that you think is so cool that you are surprised more people don't know about? For me, it's lucid dreaming. Coolest thing ever. Wow, what a wild question. A subject or concept that you think is so cool you're surprised more people don't know about? Hmm. Well, maybe I don't know about it, and that's why. You like anything I find out, I try to tell you guys about. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything that I think is really cool that nobody knows about that I'm really into. Hmm. I guess I have always thought it was really fascinating that when you die, you lose weight, like the second you die and what that means, your spirit. I don't know if that counts as an answer to your question, but what is that weight? That's always been fascinating to me. Like the second you die, you lose like two pounds or something. And it's, it, it's uh, yeah, something's happening there. Inappropriate gay dude in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Strayer, getting your questions. Hey, Rox, followed you over from SEN. What, what questions for you? Number one, what song from, nope, what song that automatically puts you in a good mood? Um, Robin usually does. Uh, the Supremes usually do. Yeah. Yeah, like Diana Ross, Donna Summer, all of the disco, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Uh, I usually feel like anything that is disco upbeat like that really puts me in a good place. Share often. Number two, what childhood crush did you have a poster of in your room? My brother told me that I had a big poster of Esmeralda in my room. I guess I thought she was hot, but I also think I had all of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, like little postcards on my wall. And I think Ryder Strong was on there too. I had these, they, yeah, they were like postcards, not big posters. Uh, and what dessert can you never say no to? Chocolate chip cookies. Like under no circumstances do I say no to them, especially if they're warm warm chocolate chip cookies and if there's ice cream to go with them oh it's by far and away my favorite dessert i can't help but say yes every time and i don't want to help but say yes i am just never going to be somebody unless i've got like a crazy shoot going on or something that i need to for a week or a couple weeks or whatever i'm just never gonna be that person who doesn't eat cookies 
And if it makes me a little chubbier, then so be it. Cause I fucking love cookies. I can't help it. I'm a big cookie girl. Love cookies. Just love them. Mike K in the Streamlabs. Mike K. Mike K. Don't know why I just said it like that. Just sounds like Mike Jones. Says, if you say that size isn't that important with sex, what do you think is stamina, rhythm? To me, and I'm not saying size, like I said, size, it's not that it's not important. It's that people have different preferences and it's important based on like all of the things together. It's a whole complete package. So what is important to me, number one, is chemistry. The most important thing for me is chemistry. I am very, very, as you guys know, and I only say this, I'm not tooting my own horn. It's not, it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just the truth. You guys know I'm very, very picky in particular about who I sleep with. I am, if I'm going to be intimate with somebody, because to me, like to let some, to have energy, that exchange of energy matters to me. So if I'm going to be intimate with somebody, I, it takes me a really long time. So to me, sex is all about connection. And that means that you have chemistry with somebody. It's that, that connection of when you, when I go this way, you go this way. And that like, look that just knowing when to vibe and feeling comfortable saying what I need or listening to what they need or just knowing what that is because I know that person. So for me, it really is about that. It's about the chemistry, the comfortability, the, the connection and the willingness to both be there for each other and like want have the same wants for each other as you want for yourself. Um, so it so is not about to me any of the things that you named really stamina or rhythm or uh, although rhythm, like you don't want to have something super bumpy, but it's, it's really about the person and like the, that union. I know that sounds kind of lame, but that is what it is for me. Joseph Ashley in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy says, have you ever had many dreams? You are opposite sex. And have you ever had dreams you were overpowered physically and couldn't do anything? I've had some recently. Thanks, Galaxy Goddess. I have never had a dream that I was the opposite sex. That would be so cool. I wish I could manifest that dream. I want to know what it would feel like. I have definitely had dreams where I've been overpowered physically and it's so fucking scary. So that, yeah, I, you guys know I mostly nightmare. I, I've mostly nightmared for the last like 15 years of my life and it's fucking awful. That's one of the reasons I don't sleep much. Hitman Hudson in the streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, I got my second shot today. Yay. So did D. I have a question. There are these sentiment evil plant creatures called drangers that are strong in the dark side of the force. How do I defeat them? I have no idea what you're talking about. There are these sentient evil plant creatures called dranger. I'm Googling what the fuck is Dranger. What is that? Dranger? Wookie fandom. Sentient amph amph amorphous plant-like carnivores who threaten to rep harvest across the galactic. Is this a Star Wars thing? Boo, I have no idea. I have no idea. So... 
I'm bad, yo. Wish I could help you. Uh, Pink Sweets in the Streamlabs. Get in your Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, Hi, Roxy. Maya Eskin from Pen15 has been cast in the Obi-Wan series. I now sick. Uh, Erskine, sorry. Uh, super excited to see her in it. If you were cast in a Star Wars show, who knows if they'll cast me after the fact that I didn't know about that plant creature. If you were cast in a Star Wars show, who would you like to act opposite against and why is it, is it Hayden? Pink Sweets, it absolutely is Hayden. You know me too well. It's Hayden. And it's Hayden because I just, you know, nobody particularly likes sand and it's just the whole thing. It's because I think he's really good and I want to give him the chance to, you know, play a little bit. It's got to be fun. I want to go against Hayden. It would be not against, but with. I want to merge forces with him. I want him to be my scene partner. I would die and go to heaven. If it could be like the, re I could be part of the redemption tour for Hayden. Yes. Yes, that's my dream, Pink Sweets. Also in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, Leonard Kim says, what are your top three favorite beaches around LA? So it's funny because back east, I feel like we had specific beaches. So, you know, there would be like White Horse Beach or Manimate Beach or Hull or... Gloucester or, you know, what down the Cape, every city down the Cape, there, P-Town or Truro, there are just very specific beaches. Out here, I don't even know if I ever know what beach I'm at. Like I know when I'm in Manhattan or Santa Monica or Malibu, but there's all these names of beaches there that I'm like, I don't know. People are like, is it Roger this thing or Brian this thing or Phillips this thing? And they're all kind of, it's just one fucking beach. Just one beach. So I I don't know that I, I just like the beach. I know that I know that Santa Monica gets way too crowded and Venice is, can be a little seedy. So I I like both of those, but I think that if it like Manhattan Beach is kind of cool, Malibu is pretty nice. And I haven't been enough places. I'm sure you know Ventura and Santa Barbara and San Diego. I, I just haven't been. Coronado Beach is amazing. We used to go there as a kid, um, but that's not in LA. It's three hours away. <laughs> Rob Fishbeck in the Streamlab says, getting my guitar back from the shop this weekend. Want to write something fun before I go back to the more serious songs for the record. Awesome. Got any topic or subject ideas? Live at the Roxy related that you'd like to hear. Dying plants and broken mugs is one title idea. The broken mugs one was so... That video you did on the song, but the video was so good, Rob. Steph and I were talking about that yesterday. It was fucking funny. Um, I don't know. You guys in the chat, you guys will have ideas. What should Rob write about for the show? What would be like a funny song for him to write about for the show? The plant one's not that funny because I'm so sad about it. I can't even keep a plant alive. Mm. Glenn Caesar in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Shire says, yeah, that answer counts, Roxy. I believe you're correct. Although I'm not completely sure about whether or not it's two pounds. Yeah, it's something like that. But I've heard that the weight loss is meant to equate to the soul leaving a person's body and returning to their full spirit. And yeah, that's such a wild concept. Just really wild. Lady Dog Brandy in the house. Yes, Lady Dog with that big support says, 
I have my six-year-old niece, Riley, with me right now, and she wanted me to ask you questions. Oh, my God, Riley, is all of this conversation appropriate enough for you? You don't need to know about size for many, many years, my friend, but okay. Uh, Riley, all right, I'm going to listen to your question. What is your favorite thing to do in the summer, and what do you like to do when you are bored? I get asked questions from her all the time. LOL. My favorite thing to do in the summer is to go to the beach or the pool with my friends. I like to partake in some activities that you're too young for there. But in general, I just like to be in the water. I'm a big, big sun person. So I always feel happiest when I'm outside, especially in the summertime. What do I like to do when I get bored? Well, Riley, what I will tell you is that I got the advice from my mom when I was really young that the only bored people are boring people, which means that you never need to be bored. And honestly, I've never felt bored a day in my life because I have my imagination and there's always something to do. There's always an arts and crafts project or a person to talk to or can go outside or can think of stories that I want to tell or I can try on new clothes or old clothes, or I can make a fort or whatever, you know, growing up, I just was never bored because there was always something to think about or do. Uh, oh, Brandy says she's not listening to all the show. Good, good. So to me, the only bored people are boring people and I never want to be a boring person. And so therefore I'm never bored. I find fun and excitement in every activity. And hopefully that helps you, Riley. Hopefully that helps. Any more questions, get them in soon because we are getting out of here. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer as we get through the rest of this AMA. This has been a fun one, guys. Thank you for asking me these questions. Ryan Payne says, it's probably too early right now regarding the Schmodown, but have you checked out FCL so far? My friends, James Shimo made his FCL debut yesterday and he did very well. Maybe a future member of the Stars. Ryan, is he the one who played twice? because the second person wasn't able to be there and, and he stepped in. Yes. I've been watching FCL. Uh, I mean, he, his second match was unreal. If that's who it is, it is FCL is a must watch for managers. It really is. And it's definitely early in the season, but we will see. I'm glad that's a friend of yours, especially if it's who I'm thinking it is. And I think that, I think that Brad and Steph are doing it awesome fucking job there. I'm really, really proud of them and excited about it. They're a match made in heaven in terms of co-hosting together and their dedication to the league and just, uh, you know, Steph being more like color commentary and Brad knowing the game as well as he does. They just are awesome. So definitely I am watching for sure. And Ryan says, yes, he is. Yeah, that was badass. And I like anybody's willingness to step in where they're needed. And that's something that's really important in a match, in in a in a competitor, that when you need somebody, that they're there. So, yes, definitely. Any other questions? Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. We're going to be getting out of here in a couple minutes. So if you have anything, any burning question to ask, Hippos in the Streamlab says, the pick of you and Grammy, I saw, I eat, hold on. Oh, the pick of you and Grammy led me to her Insta, and I saw the black and white photo of their wedding. You look exactly like your papo. Interesting. Very beautiful. Who do you think you and each of your siblings look more like? Between who, my Grammy and papo or, and my family? Uh, you know, growing up, my sister and brother always used to tell me that 
I was adopted or I was the mailman's kid or whatever, because I just didn't, I always was like, and you can't tell from this right now, but I was always really much more like olive skinned, a lot darker than they were. Um, and had these dark eyes and my brother has bright green eyes. My sister has bright blue eyes and my parents have really light eyes. And so because of that, and they're all kind of fair skinned and they, uh, they, they all kind of looked more similar. My brother definitely looks more similar to my mom. My sister looks like a true combo. I think I look more similar to my dad. My mannerisms are very similar to my mom's though. And it's interesting that you say I look like Papo because nobody's ever said that because he has very similar, my brother has similar features to him, but nobody's ever said that to me. So that's kind of cool. It's one of my biggest, like I love when people tell me I look like my mom or like my grandparents for any reason. I love that. King Sport Cow. <laughs> Question, do you remember me at all? It's cool. What's up? I mean, when you don't show up as much, then you don't get called out as much. But what do you mean, do I remember you? King Sport Cow, you say that like you were like a one and done kind of guy. I mean, you were here forever. Cal, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, all right. Going back in. Let's see if there's any more Streamlabs before we wrap out the show. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. That is it for now. So as I wrap out, I will remind you guys that hopefully you've made your bed at this point. If you haven't, it's not too late. You can still do it. Getting into a made bed at night can change your whole life, I'm telling you. Also, make sure you put down the toilet seat and the lid. You don't want those plumes. Check the internet. Blow on it if it's not working. Don't trend with the Holocaust. Brett, Miles, Jonathan, arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. All three of them for killing Breonna Taylor. I'm really enjoying these AMAs, guys. Thank you for joining me for these. A couple more things I see rolling through. Get them in. Oh, Bruce, that just says I like that question. My bad. I didn't mean to put you up, but Bruce, you're the shit. So I read it anyway. Mormoth Haunt says, I'm a star. He's a star. She's a star. We're all stars. Hey. Hey, now. We're all star. Get your game on. Going into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Leonard Kim says, Roxy. How do you feel about the draft tomorrow? I'm curious to see what the Pats do. I'm hopeful, maybe foolishly, but nonetheless hopeful. I think we're in a decent position because we've made it so that, I mean, you can never predict what the Patriots are going to fucking do. You can never predict what Belichick's going to do. So it's like not even worth it to fucking try. But I feel pretty good that we've put ourselves at least in a position where we have a backup plan, an option, and we've created a whole team in the offseason around cam strengths. So I'm feeling decent no matter what happens, but we'll fucking see. We'll fucking see. So that's how I'm feeling. Thanks for the question. Shout out to my friend Ryan Nelson, who's stopping by just saying all-star. Yeah. I mean, can you ever hear that song and not sing along? It feels like pretty fucking impossible. It's the bop. It's the bop of a lifetime. Getting out of here, my friends. Stay safe, stay sane. Join me tonight for the World Girls. It is our Wednesday IRL episode. Every last Wednesday of the month, we do an IRL episode. This one, we gave Twister a whirl. It is goofy and painful as fuck. So please check that out. 6 p.m. Pacific time on youtube.com slash the world girls. Also, I'll be back here tomorrow live with Roxy, 1 p.m. Much love, everyone, and I will see you soon. Like I said, stay safe, stay sane and see you tonight and then tomorrow.